Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shape the Culture's weekly message, our weekly podcast, where every week it is our goal, our aim, our mission to deliver straight to you, the people, a creative, authentic, inspiring message. Um, Our hope is really to give you something that you can learn from um, because we believe in each one, teach one here at Shape the Culture. So we believe as we learn the lessons in life that we are called to learn and we go through the trials and tribulations that we're meant to go through, that it's our responsibility to come back and share those lessons, um, to create that conversation as people so we can talk about some of the things that we go through. Because oftentimes, you know, through our journeys, we're going through things, we're hurling over our obstacles. Like I said, we're surviving and standing through our storms, going through our trials and tribulations. And we get caught up and forget that other people are going through some of the same things too, are having some of the same experiences mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So here at Shape the Culture, it's really our goal, our aim to create that conversation and show people that we're kind of all going through the same things, even if the circumstances may look different, the situations may look different, we're all going through some of the same things. And we want to talk about those life lessons and those principles. So if you are a first time listener, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for giving us a chance. Thank you for joining us. I hope that you enjoy your time here. Um, and that you're inspired to continue listening to the future messages and even going back and listening to the previous messages, because a lot of times the messages will connect. If you are a continuing listener, I just want to say thank you so much for continuing to join us, for continuing to tune into these series as we continue to learn and grow. I hope that with each each message, you find something new to learn. You find something new that motivates you, inspires you, sets your soul on fire, and gives you some motivation to keep going. Because another thing I ship the culture, we're all about the personal belief in yourself. We believe that's the only belief worth promoting is the belief in yourself, your purpose, and your walk. So thank you so much for tuning in. This week, we are going to continue our series titled A Dream Deferred. And this series is, is going to show us and has started to show us what it's like to actually have a dream deferred, a dream that is put on hold or a dream that, you know, we feel like might have fell through that, you know, we feel like, you know, just didn't work out or there were too many obstacles ahead of us or a dream that we maybe feel like we had to give away or pass on. And so last week we started with the story of David in the temple and we looked at how David wanted to build a temple and he wanted to be this man to build a temple. But God told him straight up, you are a man of war. And he had to understand that that was his purpose. He had to have that humble awareness to understand that he had served his purpose, that he needs to continue serving his purpose. And he had to be aware of the fact that that's okay. Because sometimes it's okay for our dreams to be deferred because sometimes we have other things that we need to focus on at the time being. And so we are going to continue in that story of David in the temple. I'm going to reread that story. It came from 1 Chronicles chapter 28. Um, And this time I'm going to go from verse 1 all the way down to verse 9. And it reads like this. David summoned all the officials of Israel to assemble at Jerusalem. The officers over the tribes, the commanders of the divisions in the service of the king, the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, and the officials in charge with all the property and livestock belonging to the king and his sons, together with the palace officials, the mighty men, and all the brave warriors. King David rose to his feet and said, Listen to me, my brothers and my people. I had it in my heart to build a house 
as a place of rest for the ark of the covenant of the Lord, for the footstool of our God. And I made plans to build it. But God said to me, you are not to build a house for my name because you are a warrior and have shed blood. Yet the Lord, the God of Israel, chose me for my whole family to be king over Israel forever. He chose Judah as leader, and from the house of Judah, he chose my family. And for my father's sons, he was pleased to make me king over all Israel. Of all my sons, and the Lord has given me many, he has chosen my son Solomon to sit on the throne of the kingdom of the Lord over Israel. He said to me, Solomon, your son is the one who will build my house and my courts. For I have chosen him to be my son, and I will be his father. I will establish his kingdom forever if he is unswerving and carrying out my commands and laws as is being done at this time. So now I charge you in the sight of all Israel in the assembly of the Lord and in the hearing of our God. Be careful to follow all the commands of the Lord your God, that you may possess this good land and pass it on as an inheritance to your descendants forever. And you... My son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion, with a willing mind, for the Lord searches every heart and understands every motive behind the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found by you, but if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. So last week for the Dream Deferred series, we talked about David. We focused on David in that story, and like I said, David was this man He was this man of war. He's the man who brought all of Israel together. And, you know, he had this big grand idea of building this temple. He wanted to build this temple to give his people a place of worship, to give the the ark of of God a place to rest so they could rest there and be safe. And, you know, the temple is really a peaceful, you know, it symbolizes spirituality, a nation under prosperity. And, you know, so David had good intentions behind wanting to build this temple. But he was told that he couldn't build the temple because, you know, he had been a man of war. You know, that was his purpose in a way. He was he was the man of war that had to go out and fight these battles and bring this kingdom together from the many different tribes. So that was his purpose. So we talked about how he had to have that humble awareness of, you know, being humble enough to understand that sometimes your plans aren't God's plans. And even if sometimes you think that your plans are, you know, holy, or you feel like, you know, why wouldn't God be okay with this? You know, sometimes God just has something else for you. You know, we have to use our heart and our mind to discern what is really for us. What is the path that we are really called to go on? And that's what, through this story, we're witnessing happen to David. What I love about when you keep reading the story and what this message focuses on is that David has some clarity and discernment to understand that it's not him that's meant to build the temple. It's his son, Solomon, who is meant to build the temple. And I think that's very important when we talk about a dream being deferred, because sometimes when a dream is deferred and part of the process of when a dream is actually deferred is that we are called to pay it forward no matter what. And so I think, you know, we see this more often in in the generational gaps where, you know, one generation wants to want it to do something and they might not have had the chance to do it. And so then they get hurt and they don't allow the next generation to continue their work or even go on and do better than them. You know, sometimes the other generations feel like, no, 
they're getting the younger generation is getting away. They don't know what they're doing. They're not going to have the same work ethic, the same dedication, the same heart. You know, and I think this is a beautiful illustration of that. You know, sometimes your purpose, the work that you put in, the knowledge that you gain, the experiences that you go through are simply for you to be able to pay it forward to somebody else so they can keep the job going. I think that's the beautiful thing about humanity as we evolve, that that is kind of the purpose of it, for us to keep going through each other, you know, to keep having our experiences, keep learning our lessons, and then pass them forward. Because because David was a man of war, you know, he had to go through that. He had to fight those wars. He had to fight those battles. He had to bring those people together. He was that man that had to do that. And, you know, God never condemned him for it. God, you know, understood that this is your path. This is what the purpose in your heart, this is the where, the way that you need to go. But because David was a man of war, Solomon didn't have to be a man of war. Solomon would get to be a man of peace and, you know, seek out other things like more knowledge and intelligence and, and wisdom and understanding and focus on those things. So Solomon could spend that time focusing on building the temple because he didn't have to focus on war because of David. And I think when, like I said, when we have that humble awareness of enough, one, to be able to pay it forward because David didn't send Solomon off with any hate. He didn't have any regret. You know, he wasn't upset. He wasn't selfish. You know, he didn't necessarily want any of the credit. He just wanted Solomon to do his best job like he felt like he had done his best job. And that's what it's all about. Because to be able to pay it forward, that's why it's such an important concept, such an important principle, is because to pay it forward, you truly have to be able to love unconditionally. You have to be willing to sacrifice, like I said, for the greater good of all humanity. You know, you have to be willing to teach and instruct and give to people without expecting anything in return. Because the only return for paying it forward is peace. Honestly, you should feel peaceful paying it forward, knowing that you've done your job well enough that you can be a stepping stone for future generations to follow. And even if it's not future generations, it could be siblings, it could be coworkers, it could be colleagues, it could be friends. You know what I mean? That that peace comes from knowing that you're setting people up for their own success and to eventually find their own peace. And what's so special about this peace is that it's the peace that you know, surpasses our understandings because we choose to acknowledge that our role in this situation is just to give. That's all David had to do in this situation. You know, once he had that clarity and discernment, you know, he, he could kind of have wiped his hands clean. You know, he now he could rest assured that one, the temple is still going to be built. You know, his son is going to be the one to build the temple. And all that David had to do was continue to guide him in the in the right direction. And so paying it forward is, is a special thing because it really challenges us on the inside, I believe, more than anything. It challenges us to, you know, address some of the insecurities we have with wanting credit, with wanting recognition. Um, it challenges us to, like I said, have a heart to give first before we receive. And what's special about this and David, you know, was that you know, David had, you know, been, had favor poured on him, you know, since he started to become king. You know, he was a ruler, a leader. And, you know, 
this was his time to show that he could put the needs of someone before himself and be able to say that I'll give you all that I've got, no conditions. And the only command that David really gave to Solomon when you summarize it is just to trust God. That was all, that was his only command, just to use his mind and his heart and trust God and say, you know what? Cool. This is my purpose. This is my path. This is the plan God has for me. Let me walk it out to the fullest, completely. Let me give it all that I've got so that our people can continue to shine. And then, you know, I think David having the clarity and discernment that he had understood that by paying it forward to Solomon and allowing Solomon to do his job correctly and to flourish, that he would be setting Solomon up to continue paying it forward. And that's how we flourish as a people. And I think that's important for us to realize, especially when we talk about our dreams, because people take their dreams so seriously. People are so protective um, and people fight so fiercely for those for their dreams. But sometimes when your own dream is deferred, I think a way of looking at it is it may not be that your dream is deferred because of you or because it's not meant to happen or it's just or the dream is not a good dream or whatever you you start to believe in yourself. But sometimes part of the purpose of the dream being deferred is for you to pay it forward, for you to find somebody or to realize that the person around you that's going to help you make this dream a reality is right around you. And you start sometimes have to start giving to that. You know, you have to start giving to people and teaching people and sharing your dreams sometimes with people and allowing them to help you. And that's a very important aspect of a dream being deferred that we're going to continue to talk about. So thank you once again for tuning in to Shape the Coach's Weekly Message. Like I said, I hope you were able to grasp out and hold on to something in this message. I hope something spoke to you. Um, As you continue throughout the week, just continue to meditate on that. Continue to hurdle over your obstacles, stand through your storms, and understand that you're not alone. I'll talk to you guys next week, and I love you all.